It's the Radio 1 91 FM Breakfast Show with Candice. And right now, she's talking to... Somebody who is very familiar to all of you here by now, if you are a regular listener, I am chatting to the queen of bass music here in Aotearoa, Emwa, about her new-ish release. How are you doing this morning? I'm very good. It is sunny. It's a beautiful day in Tamaki Makoto, so I'm a happy girl. Yeah, no complaints here. And hey, speaking of no complaints, your brand new track came out towards the end of last year. It is called Lose Control. Tell us a little bit about it. Yeah, so it was my last release of the year, and the track that I actually spoke to you about prior to releasing Lose Control was called Back At It. Mm. And that track was kind of like a redemption about going through like a hard time in my personal life. So my last release of the year, it was really important for me to have something that reflected where I was at personally. And that was just like a really happy, nice place. And so that was kind of where the song originated from was I wanted to make something a little bit brighter, a little bit happier, maybe a little bit less polarizing, (laughs) but still in the world of MY that I'm kind of creating producing wise. So that's kind of how it came to be. I think that that is so sick. And when listening to the song in comparison to, like, exactly like you said back at it, Lose Control is definitely, it is a lot brighter and it's a lot more synthy and it's a lot more melodic. And I think that you can kind of tell that you were focusing a lot less on, like, the full bass, like, boom, and it was more of just, like, a whole listening experience. Did you have any specific inspirations that you drew from? in Lose Control? Um, I listen to a lot of Future Bass, um, a lot of like R.L. Grimes new stuff. Um, he's kind of, yeah, like you say, making a lot of that like really synthy, less low-end sort of heavy sounds. So sonically those were kind of, he was he was a big one up there. But I was just kind of going into a realm that I hadn't really played with much before. I hadn't really necessarily played in my sets too much Future Bass, let alone sort of experience making it um so I kind of I'm trying to make get another few notches in my producing cap you could say and kind of trying to experiment with different sounds and like sort of exploring where I'm at sonically and so lose control was really cool to kind of I think if you heard it you would probably still recognize it as an MY tune Mm. in, in context of my other releases but it was a really exciting sort of new thing for me and it was really cool to just sort of make something that reflected exactly where I was at at that time of my life because sometimes songs take a while to sort of come together and like release plans and Mm. labels or whatever but this time it was just kind of like I finished it it it, it could have come out a lot earlier than what it did but it was still relevant to where I was at in my life and still now I'm still in a (laughs) (laughs) so it's awesome Hey, I'd be pretty gutted if you were, like, planning on binning the tune already, eh? I'd be so hurt. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. Now, from a listener's perspective and from somebody who knows a little bit about production but doesn't know how to produce at all, hearing you talk about creating a heavy track but not mm-hmm. focusing on the bass, like, that's that's yeah. quite an interesting concept for me as a punter and a listener. From a producer's perspective, how do you go about creating a quote-unquote heavy track without it being, like, full bass noise? Well, it's funny. I mean, every producer will probably have a different answer. I just, it depends. Like, I kind of, like, will make the lead sound, like, the, the main sound. It'll take me sometimes 
a day, sometimes many, many days. Uh, sometimes it's like the first thing that I make, but it just sort of depends. And then when you're sort of focusing on the base, you're kind of building everything else around it. Whereas like this one was quite vocally heavily, vocally heavy. So that sort of played a played a role into it too. And then when you also get down to like the nitty gritty of like the nerdy producer mixing and mastering, there's only certain levels of space sonically for bass to kind of take up the room and the song. Mm. So there was just a lot of other factors that sort of went into it, like the vocals for, for, for starters, because usually I just use like a snippet of a sample um, versus sort of like having the whole song sort of focused around a vocal. Mm. So that's kind of where it kind of came from. Yeah. So good. And exactly like you said, it's a little bit less bass heavy focus but it's still a really really full song which is such a wee treat for the ears I had the absolute pleasure of seeing you play the summer I saw you play at R&V it was so epic and when producing a song like this you obviously want to be playing it out and about massive flex how do you go about slotting it into your sets in and amongst all of the big bassy tunes well, that's sort of something I've been playing with over these last few sets is like, obviously playing it. It's my, my new song. <laughs> um, but what I ended up doing was making an edit of it with an unreleased track of a friend of mine, Quicks. So it was like still in the realm of like, because I would definitely play it as it is, but it would have to sort of be in a, in a more of a segregated segment, you could say, mm. because it is, everything else is so bass heavy. So what I ended up doing was I sped it up a little bit I clipped it right until the drop and then I, I changed the drop to a really cool, unreleased song for my friend. So that's kind of how I've gone so far about playing it. I think I'm going to do that moving forward as well, but maybe keep the first drop and then switch the second drop. Sick. But yeah, it just, it just sort of, it's so much fun. You just get to play around with it because I think a lot of people that know the song, like I, heard, I saw a few people in the crowd singing along to it and then I just knew in my head they're not expecting me. <laughs> <laughs> to change it right now oh. but it was, it was cool it's one of my favorite edits in my set at the moment so that's really exciting for me and speaking of rhythm how the heck was it how was your whole summer it looked huge oh, rhythm is like home it's just mm. the best place ever I just I just feel so happy and like normally I cart myself from festival to festival over the new year's period but this year I decided I'm going to stay put and don't get me wrong I love freighting myself around the country and, <laughs> and that whole thing. But this year I was like, I don't know where I'm going to be in the world for this New Year's, some exciting things in the, in the works. So I thought I just want to spend this New Year's with my friends in one place, enjoy the festival. And I had the best time ever. It was, oh, good old times at Rhythm Vibe. <laughs> Absolutely. I swear there's just magic in the air in Gizzy, eh? Like something yes. about it. <laughs> makes you float the way through so good literally literally and I made so many new friends I got to catch up with a lot of old friends especially like my best mates that we're all on different touring schedules I actually got to see them and enjoy new years with them so that was really nice oh so special and a well-deserved like I suppose quote-unquote break (laughs) sort of new years you know before things really start to kick off in the coming few months What's coming up for you? Let us know. I have to do the cliche, nothing's announced, so you have to wait and see. But there's some really exciting things. Hopefully get back across the ditch soon 
and maybe America. We'll see. <laughs> Who's to say? Who's to say? I know I'll probably get in trouble saying that, but it's fine. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> like anybody who is in, you know, our realm of electronic music or knows literally anything about you, it's that. America, that's your stomping grounds, you know? They are going to absolutely eat you up over there. Please come back. <laughs> Please come back. <laughs> fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Let, let's see what, what 2024 brings. But I've got a good feeling about it, and I've got so much new music. I've got, like, five or six songs. Four of them are mastered, ready to go. Two of them, I've got a collab with Quicks that Alice in Wonderland's been playing out that I'm so <laughs> excited to put out into the world. I've got some really cool originals, a couple of other collabs that are coming out too. So it's all go this year, baby. Yeah, so excited for the ride. Hey, love your work. Thank you so much for your time this morning. Love Lose Control. Can't wait to play it for the loyal listeners here of Radio 191 FM. I love you guys. Thank you so much. And always a pleasure chatting with you, Candice. Oh, bless you. Feelings mutual. <laughs> The Queen Emma, this is her new release. It is called Lose Control. Came out last December. Team. Team. <laughs> Strap in, make sure you've got your seatbelt on because this is going to blast you off. It is 10.41. Late breakfast with Candice. Stay tuned here on The One. Control. No, I don't wanna lose control. No, I don't wanna lose control. 